0: Quiet, please. Quiet, please. What would you do if you suddenly, violently, became a ghost? How would you spend your time? Would you be able to help those you've loved? What about revenge? Well, tonight we have a different kind of ghost story. It's actually a ghost's story. Foley Mara Studios presents Quiet Please, which is written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Quiet, please, for tonight is called Good Ghost. I never did anything wrong in my life. And that's why I was so upset when Schuster murdered me. I'm just standing there, minding my own business, and Schuster pulls out this cannon and goes boom. And I say ouch, and I'm lying there, and... He walks away, down Lake Street toward Michigan Avenue. Yeah, right there on the corner of Lake and Wabash at a quarter of one in the morning. Ouch, I said, and I just laid there. After a while, I got up and walked away. I was all mixed up. I guess I didn't realize I was dead because I walked over to Randolph Street and started up the elevated steps, but something stopped me. Like, a rope or something across the bottom of the stair steps and i couldn't get up so i looked around to see what it was and it was nothing there was a voice speaking kind of in my ear you can't go up there girl. that's what the voice said and there wasn't anybody there i looked so i said well all right there's more than one way to skin a cat so i walked over to state street and down the subway stairs you know what? I couldn't go down there, either. There was this same voice whispering in my ear. You can't go down there, Well, I said, where am I gonna go? I didn't hear any answer to that. So, I put one foot in front of the other. And you know what I did? I walked. And for the first time in my life... <laughs> for the first time, my feet didn't hurt. So I said, well, that's one consolation for being a ghost. Your feet don't hurt. Well, I was bewildered, see. I walk and I walk and I walk, and pretty soon it's about five o'clock in the morning, and I'm out in Logan Square. And I said to myself, but Schuster lives around here someplace, doesn't he? And I'm in Schuster's house. You see, I was a pretty new and inexperienced ghost then. Shoot, if I'd have known, I wouldn't have had to walk all the way out to Logan Square. I could have flew or whatever it is I do. But I've learned now. I'll tell you about it. Well, like I said, there I am in Schuster's house. Well, you didn't know Schuster, did you? He was laying there on the bed. Pretty good-looking fella in a kind of fat way. He was laying there snoring, his hand hanging over the bed. And I never thought. I just went over... And took hold of his hand. And I said, Schuster. Hey, Schuster. Uh, who's that? Hey, Schuster, wake up. Hey. Ah! Who's there? What's she with, Schuster? It's bad enough to murder a guy. You gotta scare the life out of him? Somebody had hold of my hand. It was me. A cold hand. It was me, I told you. Was that? Me, Schuster. Yeah, but, 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 but the hand. It's Gus. Gus? 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 You awake now? You get away from me, you're dead. Yeah, I know it. I didn't mean to wake you up so violently. Uh, I, 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 I'm asleep. I'm dreaming. No, honest, Schuster. I'm sorry. I'm hearing things? Uh, oh, why'd I knock him off? Hey. Huh? Why did you knock me off? Uh, uh, is, is that really you, Gus? Sure. Did you come to haunt me? No, not especially. I was just wondering, why did you shoot me? I gotta turn on the lights. There ain't nobody here. I had a nightmare. There. See? You chump, there ain't nobody here. I'm here. No, 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 it was a nightmare. Uh Uh-uh. Guys, uh, I hear you. Sure. What do you want? I told you. Why did you kill me? Will you go away if I tell you? Well. It was on account of Ada. Ada? Yeah, Ada. Will you go away now and leave me? Schuster. Is your intentions towards Ada Honorable? Why, why sure, Gus. Hmm. Hey, where you going now? Move over, Schuster. I want to do a little thinking. Schuster, he put his head underneath the covers and shriveled up into a knot. And I thought and thought. He kept shivering and shaking the bed. And pretty soon, I went to sleep. And when I awoke, Schuster was gone. So, I got to thinking about Ada. Gee whiz, Ada was cute. I sure did like Ada. Ada always wore her hair in a pompadour. And her hair was so black. And her eyebrows were so cute. And she always smelled so nice. Gee, Ada. <laughs> I always thought Ada liked me, too. And when I got a couple of bucks, I used to take Ada out to the Trianon, and we'd dance. She was about three or four inches taller than me, but we danced all right together. That's where Schuster ran into us, at the Trianon. I never thought Ada would fall for Schuster. Funny how you're always the last one to find out. I thought she liked me. I never even had a chance to be jealous of Schuster. But I sure did like Ada. I was thinking about the time Schuster drove us out to the forest preserve, Ada and me. The three of us had a picnic, weenies, and she made potato salad and we had a swell time. And then I remember. I didn't notice it then. She kept sitting next to Schuster all the time. Well, I thought as I was laying there on Schuster's bed, I'm too late. If Ada likes Schuster, well, all I can do is try to help him out. Schuster, well, I could do without him, but Ada, I want her to be happy. And thinking about it, all of a sudden, I'm in Ada's apartment, and Schuster's there with her, and Ada's crying a little bit. it sure is too bad, Ada. He was a nice little fella. I, I can't... I can't hardly, hardly believe he's dead, Schuster. Yeah, well, he is. I'll say I am. What What, what did you say? I didn't say nothing. I, I thought you did. Oh, poor little fella to go so sudden. Yeah, it's too bad. Gee whiz, Schuster, you have done it! But I was so fond of him. I know you was, Ada. And now Now I'm all alone in the world. And- oh, no you ain't, Ada. I'm here. Sure, Ada. He's here. <sighs> oh, Schuster, I'm so lonesome. <laughs> oh, Ada. Put your head on my shoulder, Ada, honey. Leave us weep together. Oh, Schuster. And so she put her head onto Schuster's shoulder, but she whiz, he didn't weep, he kissed her. So, I come away. I mean, after all, how much can you take, huh? Well, so, it looks like it's on the up and up. And besides, what could I do? I am dead. So, I sit down on the bench in Lincoln Park and I think. <laughs> Funny, them concrete benches used to feel cold when I sat down on them. But now they don't feel cold anymore. Guess it's because I'm a ghost. Well, I figure I have to talk to Schuster again. What? Well, I mean, I... Well, I mean, I figure I have to help him out. Help Ada out, I mean. I don't want Ada to go around being unhappy, so if her and Schuster is gonna get married, well, the least I can do is give him a hand. I mean, I know Schuster hasn't got a quarter, and there's ways a guy in my position can help, see? No, I don't know how I knowed it, but it's true. A ghost can do pretty nearly anything if he works it right. So I wait until night, and I start to walk out to Logan Square, and then I remember. I don't have to walk and zing, I'm in Schuster's room. Schuster's sitting there, thinking, and I say, Schuster. Hey, Schuster. He don't give me a tumble, but I can see his eyes moving, looking around the room. Hey, Schuster, I say again. I want to talk to you. And you know what he done? He jumped out the window. (laughs) Well, I am so surprised I can't even follow him out the window. You know what? That Schuster, he was the hardest guy to haunt I ever seen. And look, I didn't want to do nothing. All I wanted to do was to help Ada. So what if he does shoot me? That's over. I gotta help Ada. Heck... I love data, see? A couple nights later, I seen him get in his car. I run, I got in alongside him, I figure, this is fine. We're all alone in a car. And then, I begin to worry. If I say something while we're driving, he'll probably wreck the car. So, I wait until we're stopped at the light by diversity and Lincoln Park. We're standing still, what can happen? So, I put my hand on top of his on the gear shift, and I say... Hey, Schuster, bam, crash, jingle bounce, and he takes his foot off the clutch, and we are through the high iron fence, and the car is upside down, and Schuster's got a sprained ankle. (sighs) Gee whiz, I said, I'm a heck of a ghost. But he's laying there, and I think, this is a good time to talk to him before the ambulance comes. He can't move. But he crosses me up. He faints. And while he's laid up with his ankle all bandaged, Ada comes and sees him. And the way she puts her arms around him and kisses him, I says, This is no place for me. So I come away again. I, I couldn't take it. But that only made it worse. I, I should talk to him and see what I can do for Ada. And him. So after a while, he's well. And I see him and Ada every once in a while. And he treated her like... She was the way I wish I could have treated her. And she added up. Well, one night, Schuster goes into a movie. I saw the movie before. You got a lot of time on your hands when you're a ghost. Usually, you can get into the movies for free. (laughs) I followed him inside. And while they were running, the sign on the screen that said next week, hollow triumph, I lean over close to him and say, Schuster... Gee whiz, he went up like a balloon. People was hollering, and he was hollering, and the ushers come, and the cops come, and they drug him away. You know what the upshot of that was? He kept hollering to the cops that he was haunted, and they thought he was touched in the head, so they put him in a wagon and took him out to Psychopathic for observation. Me? I sure made a mess out of things, didn't I? And all I was trying to do was to be a good guy. A good ghost, I mean. So, come evening, out to Psychopathic I go. Boy, what a place. And I hunt high and low for Schuster, till it's about two o'clock. Then I hear a kind of gargle I think is familiar, and I go through a little door. And oh boy, there he is, in a straitjacket. Well, for pity's sake, Schuster, I said. (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, Schuster, stop it. I ain't gonna hurt you. Go hurt Schuster, listen to me. Go away. Schuster, don't. You'll bust something. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now listen, Schuster. What? Listen to me. I ain't mad. Ain't you? No, Schuster. I ain't mad at all. I want... You don't want to kill me. What? To kill me? Kill you? Yeah, kill me. Now, Schuster, all I want to do is help you. Help. Help. Don't, Schuster. Someone will hear you. Oh. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm only allowed to kill one person. See, Schuster? Hmm? No, you ain't allowed to kill the fella that killed you. See? I can only knock off one fella, and he has to be a bad fella. Mm. Yeah, I know you're kind of bad, but. Can't be all bad, Schuster, Or else Ada wouldn't love you. Does Ada love you? Oh, yeah. And do you love her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, don't kill me. What? Please. Listen, I said I wasn't going to kill you. I just want to help you. Yeah? A ghost can do lots of things, Schuster. Yeah? You need money, Schuster. I that's <laughs> yeah. You broke? Well, you can't marry Ada without money. I'll get you the money. I'm not kidding. Only will you promise to marry Ada as soon as you get the money? Well, I says, okay then. And I reached over and patted him on the forehead and he heaved himself up and the gag come out of his mouth. Let me out of here! Help! So, I have to start all over again. I stuffed the thing back in his puss, and all he can say is Urkel Urkel, and I'd lay it out to him all again. He was bound and determined I was going to knock him off. Must have had a guilty conscience or something. But, it was daylight when I finally sold him the bill of goods. Look, I kept saying. It's Ada I'm thinking of, I said. I want Ada to be happy. I have to help you if I'm gonna help Ada. Can't you see? And it was, like I said, broad daylight when I took the gag away from him again. And I was all ready to put it back, but- Okay. Gus, okay. I believe you. You gotta believe me. Yeah. You gotta remember. If you hurt me, you'd be hurting Ada, Gus. I know it, Schuster. Why else would I go to all this trouble? Heck, Schuster, I love Data. And he just looked at me funny and I said, Okay, I'll meet you at Rollo's next Wednesday night. And I come away. Rollo's. I don't suppose you've ever been there, huh? Gambling joint. I used to go there every once in a while, when I was alive. Pick up a couple dollars shooting craps or something. Schuster goes there a lot, too. I'm standing by the wheel when Schuster comes in. I'm just standing there. Of course, Schuster can't see me when he comes up. He stood there, looking for a minute. Rollo, give him a hello. Hello, Schuster. Hi, Rollo. Get your bets down, gents. Schuster, you are gonna play? Seventeen. What did you say? I said, you are gonna play. Get your money down. I said seventeen. Uh... Five on seventeen. All bets down, that's all, gents. I let it spin a minute. Then I put my finger on the seventeen and I stopped it. Seventeen. Yeah, Schuster. Get your bets down, gents. Four. Four. A (laughs) hundred dollars. Aha. Pledging, huh? Spin the wheel. All bets down. Round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. (laughs) The heck, nobody knows. I know. She stops on four. Four. Well, nice going, Schuster. Yeah, it is nice, ain't it? Eleven, Schuster. Eleven. Five hundred dollars. Take it easy, Schuster. Spin the wheel. That was an awfully short spin, Rollo. What are you beefing about? It stopped on eleven, didn't it? Hey, Schuster. What? Ain't you got enough? Enough? Enough to marry Ada. You won three times. Aw, come on, Gus. Let's not quit yet. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen! A thousand bucks! At four o'clock in the morning, Rollo announced the bank was busted. Schuster took every dime in the joint. Well, Schuster with me to help. And he went out of that place with money sticking out of every pocket. And his hat. Hey, Schuster! I said. Gosh, you're terrific. I'm set for life. Nah, you ain't set for life, Schuster, I said. At least not yet, you ain't. You forgot about Ada. Ada? Oh, oh yeah, Ada. This dough was to get married on, Schuster, remember? Oh yeah, what do you know? Pretty near forgot about Ada. (laughs) Can you imagine that? (laughs) And so, two days afterwards... Schuster and Ada drive over to Crown Point to a little justice of the peace, and they get married. Gee whiz, it was a happy day. Ada sure looked pretty with her pompadour and a new dress from Carson Peary's and her eyes shining. She was nervous and cute. Even Schuster looked pretty good in a double-breasted green suit. I got sentimental. And I kind of bawled, standing there watching them. Only, of course, nobody knowed I was there. And I thought, gee whiz, that might have been me, maybe. I do. Only it's too late. The least I can do is see that she has everything that she wants. I do. I can do that, on account of I'm a ghost. I can do practically anything. There's Ada looking all pink and about to bust. She's so happy, and Shuster holding his arms around her, and the old J.P. grinning too, looking at the hundred-dollar bill. I couldn't help it. I step up real close, and (gasps) what's the matter, honey? I felt something cold on my cheek all of a sudden. It was only me kissing the bride. I love you, Ada. (laughs) <laughs> oh, sure. They was happy as bumblebees. Heck no, I would never intrude in their privacy. I never went to their house. I used to meet Schuster once in a while, and I'd say, Shuster, how's it going? Oh, fine, Gus. Fine, swell, Gus. It is very happy. And I always felt very glad and happy about it. Then one day, I meet Schuster and I ask him the same question and he kind of stutters and stammers a minute, Uh, and then uh, says, uh, uh, (laughs) Well, look, Gus, uh, Ada wants a mink coat. Then why don't you get her one? I'm not holding, Gus. I made a couple of bad investments. So, Schuster and me, we busted the bank at Rollo's again. And Rollo, he wasn't very happy about it. But what could the man do? It was his business, wasn't it? And Ada was happy, I figured. Schuster hit me again when the Arlington race season started. Say, Gus, can you do anything about horses? Like what? You know. What's the matter, you broke again? No, but uh, I'd kind of like to get a new car for Ada. A goat by the name of Lollipopsy came in at 134 to 1, and I nearly wore myself out flagging down the other horses. Schuster had $200 on Lollipopsy's nose. Gee whiz, I said. Ada should get two cars, both of them coronium-plated. So, one day, Schuster says hi to me. I was always around because there was no place for me to go. I kept trying the subway and the elevated stairs, but no soap. I was stuck. So, I stayed within calling distance. Ada was awfully nice. Gee whiz. Schuster says to me, Say Gus. Gus! What? You know the sweepstakes? Yeah? Well? What? I got a ticket. (sighs) Gee whiz, Schuster. Well, Ada wants a house in Lake Forest. That that, that costs bucks. Oh, well. Well, Ireland is a nice place. But sorting through all those ticket stubs to find BB 46372829 was quite a job of work. What? $110,000. You could buy quite a joint in Lake Forest for that kind of moolah. I thought, oh boy, it is doing all right. And I'm glad, even if Schuster is getting to be kind of a pain in the neck. Did you ever think about the stock market, Gus? No. Oh, see, that's where a guy could really clean up. Or lose his shirt. (laughs) Not with my little mascot. My little palsy-walsy. Who's that? You. Me. Sure. Well, I... I don't know. Gus, you can do anything. Well, I- Ada wants to go to Mexico for the summer. Wow. Oh boy, a million dollars! Hey Gus, let's get us another million. Another million? For pity's sake. Wife, Farada Gush, her birthday's tomorrow. Well, you know what? I forgot that. I used to buy her a box of the Mets candy. Or when I had the money, Fanny May's. Now, I forgot her birthday. Gee whiz. Well, first I went over to LaSalle Street, and I went up to the stock exchange, and I sent Consolidated Something up 81 points. Then I said to myself I just gotta see Ada on her birthday See how happy she is With her mink coat and her new automobile (laughs) I bet it's a Rolls Royce And a house in Lake Forest No, she lives in Mexico, I thought But I'll say happy birthday in Mexican Even if she won't hear it And so She wasn't in Mexico I looked all over Lake Forest And there wasn't any shoes to live in there. And then I just thought, Ada, I want to see Ada. And I was right alongside her. Ada didn't have any mink coat. She didn't have any automobile. She was living in a flat on Taylor Street. And there wasn't any heat in the house. And there wasn't anything to eat either. She was lying on a cot and I hardly even recognized her. The pompadour was all stringy and a kind of dirty gray And her eyes. She had a black eye. She was sick. She was hungry. She was lonesome. She was pretty close to dying. How do you like that? My Ada. And Schuster, the wheel, horses, Sweepstakes. The stock market. A million dollars. I kissed Ada. Mm. And Ada knowed I was there. Ada spoke my name. Ada laid back on the cot and cried some more. I couldn't take that. Gee whiz, I come away. Schuster was in Rollo's. Did I tell you Rollo had some very tough customers around? Yeah, he did. I went up to Schuster and said, Schuster, Schuster, I said, Rollo wants to see you in his office. I'm busy, Gus. Better go on in, Schuster. There's something for you in there. Is there? No? Go see. So Schuster went on in, and I after him, Hey, Rollo, what do you want? Hey, Rollo. Rollo! Rollo. He's dead, Schuster. Get me out of here. No. Listen, Gus. Look at that knife in his back, Schuster. What, that? That's my knife. It got your name on it. Well, I didn't do it. I know you didn't, but they'll think you did. Who? Who'll think I did it? Oh. Ed Ott, the big guy? Sam Harwell, the guy with the brass knucks? Ralph, the guy that bites? But I didn't do what I said! I know! i done it, Schuster. You? Sure. Remember I told you I was allowed to knock off one guy? One bad guy? Yeah, but... No. Rollo was an awful bad guy, Schuster. So are you for that matter. Those guys liked Rollo an awful lot, Schuster. <laughs> what they'll do to the guy they think killed him. Let me out of here. Gus! The door's locked from the outside, Schuster. The door's locked, the tough boys are coming. Gus! Please, Gus! Can you pray, Schuster? Gus, please help me. Gus! Not to me, Schuster. <laughs> so long, lad. Please! Oh, please, Gus! And I walked out just as the tough guys, the bodyguards of the dead men, started hammering on the door. (laughs) I could still hear Schuster crying and moaning in there. And you know what? Out there in the big room, there was a set of stairs I'd never seen before. I started up the staircase, and there was nothing to stop me. And I climbed up and up and up. And the stairway went right on up ahead of me, and there was someone at the top of the stairs, with a black pompadour and shining eyes. Why, I'm not such a bad ghost after all, am I? The title of tonight's Quiet Please story was Good Ghost, written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Gus, the person who spoke to you was played by Mark McLean Wilson. Schuster was played by Matthew Henderson. Ada was played by Shonda Wallace. And Rajiv Shah was Rollo. The voice was Alan Starzynski. This episode of Quiet, Please! was originally broadcast on October 24, 1948 by the American Broadcasting Company. This recreation of Quiet, Please! comes to you from Los Angeles and is produced by Fully Mara Studios. And so, until next week, I am, quietly yours, Mark McLean Wilson.